It is March 6, 2019. You are listening to The Great Northern. I am with the world-renowned authority on bird laws, Rob. And Just put a I, baby in it, Chris, and be done with it. Put a bun in that oven. <laughs> Jesus. I'm Andrew. I have never worked a day in my life, and these hands are softer than butter. Way to put me on the spot. Oh, that's what we do here. <laughs> uh, we are in the slush puddle that is Vancouver, and I was going to make a joke about Tatiana, but now that I've actually listened to the song, it's so fucking bad that I just want to move on. What was the joke going to be? It was just, I was just going to... Sounds like it looks like a really good joke. <laughs> yeah, solid, <laughs> strong joke. <laughs> it's just not even worth going into at this point. I'm so disturbed by what I just heard. Um, and instead, I want to talk about how Alex Trebek has announced that he has stage four pancreatic oh, cancer. Wow. And this yeah. is the closest I've come to crying since I saw the Lion King trailer. Oh, way to bury the lead. <laughs> Jesus. It's the closest I've come to crying since seeing the Aladdin trailer. For different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> They're remaking all of our favorite Disney movies. How are they going to remake Alex Trebek? Um, didn't you hear oh, he's boy. contractually obligated to survive? <laughs> Did you like watch his little announcement? No, I didn't. I so he, ma- oh my god, you gotta watch it. But he makes like he's like basically is like, look, I want to tell you guys all personally, so you don't hear it from anyone else. Yeah, I've got like stage four pancreatic cancer, and I need your support and love and thoughts and prayers. And he's like, I know I'm gonna beat this. In fact, I have to because I have like three years left in my contract. <laughs> and like, there's one guy in the back of the room's like, ha, ha, but like, otherwise, everyone else is just dead silent. Well, oh, this wait, is wait. actually on, on. This is a video. It's on YouTube. No, but it's on an episode of Jeopardy. I'm guessing he, he did it at like the. St- during or like a taping. Know. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wow. And like, there was a live audience. There. I love the guy in the back. Yeah. Yeah. That was Rob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, there's, there's that one was guy on the soundboard. <laughs> cancer is funny, which is why we're starting off a comedy podcast with cancer. I don't think it's funny. I, that guy did. Just, well, yeah, he did. Yeah, I guess that's true. Are we a com? No one thinks this podcast is funny. Are we calling that's, ourselves that's the, funny? Yeah, that's the only label it has. It's comedy. kind of like a... You know, it's still a joke, even if no one laughs. laughs. I guess that's true. What, did you? Are you guys big Jeopardy fans? Or um, were you? No, I'm. I'm a. I'm a like a fair weather Jeopardy fan. I watch it if people are watching it. Mm. You're more of a Wheel of Fortune guy. Oh God, no! My, although the the Wheel of Fortune fail videos are hilarious, I'll watch Jeopardy if someone else is watching it. Rob, I quite like Jeopardy. I I was there for the the Jennings run. Mm. Oh yeah, back in two thousand three or two thousand four, we all jumped in for that. And then I got really into Jeopardy again when I had the last time I had cable and I had a PDR. I had like a series recording set for Jeopardy, and at that, like if you watch Jeopardy regularly, you get way better at it because the questions come up over and over again. It's like crosswords. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, uh, you know, 
I quite like Jeopardy, but I don't watch it regularly anymore. I love Jeopardy, but I don't watch it regularly anymore. So I don't know if I would, if I'm allowed to consider myself a a true fan. But there was a while there in, <laughs> in college where I just PVR it because I mean you don't. You don't have regular work hours, right? So there's times in the middle of the day you can just w- sit and watch PVR Jeopardy and it's the fucking best. Stainsby and I used to watch it all the time when he was in law school. It was perfect. But yeah, not anymore. I mean, it's pretty devastating news. Yeah. The, the question I have is how do you even begin to replace someone like that? You know, I guess it's sort of like when the price is right. Who is the Bob? Bob, Bob Barker. Barker. That's, yeah. That's uh, the one. And, and it was Drew Carey that replaced And so many people hated it. Who who could possibly replace Alex Trebek? Good question. Good question. Um, I bet it's being asked in the households of America across the country. Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Steve Harvey. Harvey. Steve, Steve, Steve Harvey? <laughs> Steve Harvey's hair is no. <laughs> Steve Harvey's <laughs> Steve Harvey's hair equals no. Um, Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> oh, Lord. Could you imagine? I have no idea. He is pro- Jeopardy. Like it's yeah. not, He's more Jeopardy than, than Bob Barker was um, Price is Right. How can you say that, though? Because Bob Barker was done with prices right i think before we were really well i guess you get a point it just seems that prices right is kind of like a it's like almost like a variety show mm. like there's so many different things going on and they like like try new shit all the time whereas jeopardy is like literally one thing and has always never been anything else they haven't even updated the logo since it came out like it's just it's it's jeopardy i i'm like they'll probably just bumble around for a while trying to like and go through like a couple of hosts for a few years like some they'll sign some guy up for two seasons he'll be terrible then they'll get someone else for two more seasons and eventually they'll get someone else for another long-term stint sort of like when conan o'brien first replaced jay leno (laughs) and then they went back to jay leno yeah yeah Yeah, but they can't go back to because you know you'd have to come back from the dead for that it's not dead yet. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we're all talking like he is. Who's going to replace about Barry in the lead? <laughs> before before we get into our our Reddit questions, someone asked the other day in a chat thread that I'm in: Are you satis- Do any of you have job satisfaction? And to me, I'd, I don't know what that means. And I thought I would ask the two of you. Oh, great. Well, I don't have a since job. Since you just so. quit your job yeah. and you're always on the precipice of quitting your job. What is job satisfaction and how do you know if you have it or not? Because it seems to me, and I don't know if this is true, but it seems to me that at least for millennials, that jobs are fluid and ever-changing and people are constantly changing positions and changing companies it's the only way to get a raise is that what it is well if you get stuck in a company for too long and and you know they they might they kind of give you incremental raises where your actual value might on the open market might be higher you're not going to get that with that company so like Let's say someone's making eighty thousand because he's been working for a company for like five years and it's gone up from sixty to that eighty-five. Mm-hmm. But 
but he's a very intelligent, you know, like capable individual. And if he went out, uh, there are companies willing to hire him for a hundred. Okay. Your company's not going to give you a raise to a hundred. Yeah, they won't do that. So that's one reason. Two, I think, I mean, I don't know. This is obviously a generalization, but I think we're the whole like work life balance thing has become very popular now. And like we, are having trouble keeping young associates because it's like people are just like okay i get what this is like but i wonder what like this other job is like maybe i'll like that more maybe that will be better um it's kind of just this whole you know people actually want job satisfaction maybe they don't know what that is but so what let's try and qualify it or quantify it maybe it's one of those things you like, like you don't know what it is, but you know what it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, I think it's it's uh, it's a factor of two things. It's being both like uh, finding some interest in what you do. So finding it interesting and feeling like what you're doing is a contribution. Because I think people that aren't working, one of the biggest problem, like biggest issues with someone who's not working, uh, is the feeling of not contributing to anything, right? Like that, that is that is stressful by itself. You can have that feeling in a job, like you know, uh, if you have that feeling in a job, coupled with the stress of the job, then there's no job satisfaction. Well, so much of your identity is tied up in your job. Because it's like the first or second thing that comes out when you talk to someone, when you're meeting them for the first time. Yeah. Who is your daddy and what does he do? It is. like, And it's you spend like, if you say you work eight hours a day, that's like a third of your life at your mm-hmm. job. Like what else are you doing for longer or more each day? Like sleeping. But who sleeps eight hours a day? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, it's like the the biggest time commitment of your day. What would you do if you could have any job? And it has to be a real job. Don't say like actor or musician. Sorry to all the musicians out there. <laughs> <laughs> Is professional athlete also not a real job? <laughs> no, it's not a real job. I don't know. I mean, it, I'm putting you on the spot. Just, just what, what first thing, what I mind. always think is like, if I could go back now, I should have become like a volcano scientist or something. A volcanologist. Like, yeah. Volcano, that, that is a real <laughs> job. <laughs> volcano scientist. Yeah. Uh, volcano chaser. Yeah. Yeah. Cano chaser. <laughs> Canologist. Um, like that movie Twister. <laughs> Except the volcano just stays put. <laughs> you don't have to drive around chasing oh, it around. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're there. Movie's over. If I make a if I make a movie about it, I can fulfill two dream jobs at once. Oh no, they've made lots of movies. Dante's Peak. Anybody? Oh, Dante's Peak yeah. is a good one. Yeah, not as good as Volcano though, where yeah. a volcano appears in L.A. Didn't they and no one knows year? how to drive in lava or rain. <laughs> mm. um, that the big. I remember both movies because in the beginning of the Volcano, there was this joke. It was this is a while ago, and I, I it struck me as like a little weird 
um, someone that met... Tommy Lee Jones was in that movie for no, no, no reason. No. The scientist was a, was a woman. The oh. volcanologist was a was woman. That's the first time you ever saw a woman. That's the first time you ever saw a woman. That's the first time you became aware of her self misogyny. No, 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 no. The first time I became aware of that the that of misogyny in general, like the wide because the the actor I think Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> There's assumed, a woman in this porno. <laughs> assumed, <laughs> that's weird. Assumed that the dude or something was the volcanologist, and she's like, "Oh no, I'm over here." And he was like, "Oh, yeah. surprise!" And it was like a big surprise, and that was supposed to be a big surprise. Yeah, like that. What that that wouldn't be a surprise today. It's like whatever. Um, the other one uh, is uh, Dante's Peak. The other reason why that's memorable is because um, isn't that the one where because Dylan McDermott's in it? Well, what no, happened to the grandma? That the grandma. What happened like, to Dylan McDermott? Sinks into I mean, lava. Oh, isn't that Screech? No. What Screech? The guy's Dylan McDermott. Dylan McDermott's the guy from Dante's Peak. No. No, it's the guy. From, I just, I just <laughs> James Bond quality. James Bond yeah, no, is the it's one Pierce from Brosnan, Brosnan, right? It's Pierce Brosnan. Yes, and then the grandmother, his mother, like they have to push the boat, which is in lava, so she gets into the lava and pushes it, and then sinks into the lava. It's horrifying. Yeah, and also very funny because it's just so <laughs> smart. Che- yeah. It's so cheesy. Like it's yeah. so badly done. Dylan McDermott. Oh, was, this fucking guy. <laughs> Yeah, well. Yeah. Another person who disappeared. Pierce Brosnan also disappeared. What happened to Pierce Brosnan? He's probably just hanging around his house and playing with all the he's money. He's in that the he new has. Mamma Mia movies. He's in the Mamma Mia movies, boys. He is in, he is in the Mamma Mia movie. He did, and he made a lot more money than that movie, too. Oh, yeah. That's right, yeah. That he's movie just was actually. fucking r- raking in that Mamma Mia. <laughs> well, that was a great movie. The you know Taylor. No, no. Taylor not Panama? No, no, not the Taylor Panama. The other one. Um, well, he's fact checking this. Okay, what would your don't Thomas say Crown affair? The Thomas Crown affair, oh, great movie. Okay, who knew rich white oh. people could steal art? Did anybody watch that one? Another trope. <laughs> the, the foreigner. Did anybody watch that one? No, I don't think no. Jackie Chan and Pierce Brosnan. No, no. Right. Sounds offensive though. Yeah, it sounds like it's gonna be a real like playing a little closer to the line. Ah, but. Joke's on you. It's filmed in China. Pierce Brosnan's the foreigner. Oh! <laughs> Are we the racists? <laughs> what, what would your dream job be, Chris? Um, you, this, uh, you have a chance to find out. You're remaking yourself. You're yeah, reinventing yourself. If, if I could go back... Kept, kept man. If I could go back, I, I, would, uh, I would do um, uh, genetics. A scientist in... Uh, Genetics. Mm. I think that's a really fascinating field. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, I would be very happy doing that. You have always had a passion for eugenics, so that does yeah, make sense. Yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> Just want to make sure I get everyone looking right. <laughs> the way I like them. <laughs> I don't know why I got Southern there, but yeah. it, just feels, it just feels right. No, it sounded right to all of us. <laughs> it sounded right to all of us. I honestly, I don't know what my... What my I, I feel like something similar to volcanology. Something where I'm just like outside. Marine biology? No. Like every time. I don't want to be in... The, I think I don't want to be in the elements that much. I think it's like nice when you're thinking about it, but then I'm outside and I'm like, ooh, it's really hot out. I'd rather be indoors. I don't want to have a job where I have to be wet. 
Well, that's why I like volcanologists. I'm like, yeah, I'll just live in like Hawaii or Iceland or <laughs> Bali. And that's where all the volcanoes are. Like, that should be fine. Is Eris a job? Can I do that? <laughs> Can I pick Eris? Instagram model? That's a job now. That is a job. Oh, you said it to be a real have I told job. You, have I told you guys about my diet tea? Oh, God. <laughs> Mine's cold. It'll make you poop for five days. <laughs> Constantly. That's how you lose those LBs. Uh, huh. Okay, so volcanologist. Uh-huh. Geneticist. Geneticist. Um, oh, man. You can't ask this yeah. question and I couldn't think of one of, of my own. Yeah, you don't? You don't have an answer? So exactly what you're doing now? Host of Jeopardy. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, there, it, there's going to be an opening. Eventually. How about Jon Stewart? Oh, that would be... I feel like, no, something like that, that's too much work. Yeah. That would be too, way too much. I don't want to work that hard. He, no, no, he I mean like, like a squadron of writers. No, no, Jon Stewart, the host of Jeopardy. I'm going oh, back. Oh, you're going, going you're back. taking oh, us back. You're taking I'm, us, I'm back. us back. Oh, this is perfect. This gives me a chance to think about my answer. I thought you needed some time. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I think John Stewart would be a great Jeopardy host. Yeah, I, actually, the more I think about it, the more I like it. Um, he's, he's too chatty, though. You need someone, I think, a little more deadpan. Yeah. He's, Alex Trebek is so savage in the way that he just, like, raises one eyebrow, and it's oh. the most ruthless thing you've ever seen in your life. The guy we both know says, uh, the greatest villain on television, Alex Trebek. The who? David Swan. Oh. We're not supposed to mention his name on the podcast. He doesn't like it. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. We'll forget that. We'll forget that guy. Pretty sure he's not listening. <laughs> has he ever listened? Yeah, he has. He's actually has a really good story with he's in the he's in a supermarket in a lineup and because he talks to us like pretty routinely, like he knows our voices. Usually if he's hearing our voices, we're on the phone with him. Mm. So he goes uh, to this cashier and he's he's in a lineup listening to the podcast. He's about to get to the cashier. He gets to the cashier and she's like, you know, he's like, one second. Because he's about to say goodbye, like as if he's on the phone. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I just gotta, I just gotta want, and then realizes it's in the podcast. <laughs> you know what? That story actually inspired me. Yeah, I know exactly what my dream job would be. It would be a, a psychiatrist, <laughs> because I'm really good at telling people what's wrong with them. <laughs> oh, oh and I think God. I would make just a- like the most crushing psychiatrist <laughs> in the world, like. Oh, I can rebuild you. <laughs> I can make you better than before. Yeah, one of those super controversial psychiatrists. Exactly. That's, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so would you say that you have job satisfaction? Currently? Yes. No. Chris, would you say that you had <laughs> job satisfaction at any point? Absolutely not. I, I would say in the first year I did because... The first was, year you had job yeah, satisfaction. Yeah, I did because I I was given something to build and it was... I like the beginnings of things. Mm. Like like building something from the yeah. beginning, right? Like it feels good to take something somewhere and then, like, I don't know, when it finally matured, it did mature into something like you know, a, a stable, nice job. It matured into his horrible, toxic industry mm. with uh, 
just terrible people all Sounds over the like place. Sounds like most of your relationships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it was horrible. So no, and I did not have job satisfaction for the last like I'd I'd say two years for sure. The first two years, all right. The second, the last two years, no. Did you ever have job satisfaction in your job? Yeah. Yeah, when I was saying early on when I first started, yeah, I thought I was I was like learning a lot. I could I felt like I was developing. I was getting better. I was getting more of a hang of it. It was more manageable. I have a bit of a theory that a big part of job satisfaction is that when you first start out at a place, a lot of the the reality is, is any business that you're at, there's going to be problems and there's going to be all sorts of glaring inefficiencies and all sorts of red tape and all of this stuff. And it's every day at some point feels like it's on fire, you know, that there's you're just putting out fires constantly. And when you first started a job, you're so unaware of those things because they only give you so much to handle because they don't want to overwhelm you, right? Yeah. And so you're in this sort of like incubator phase, you know, honeymoon phase where it's like, oh, I'm not going to show you all the skeletons in my closet yet because you're not ready. And then, you know, it's like two years and they're like, we're finally going to show you. And now they've been like revealing little crazy patterns here and there. And then you finally see the business for what it is, which is like a giant shit show. And that's when people are like, I get the fuck out of here. And it's just sort of really like that everywhere, that there's nowhere you're going to go ultimately where you're not going to find that. You're going to find that everywhere. Yeah. 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 I mean, if your first day you have no pre-existing fires. Then they hand you one and you're like, okay, I can manage this. And then you either like manage to get it completely done before they give you another or they're like, oh yeah, you know, that one's, you know, beaten down most of the way, but here's another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they, those, they just like pile up. Yeah. And by the end of your tenure, every surface in your office is on fire. And then there's like multiple smoldering fires that you still haven't really put out that are just kind of there. And you're just like every once in a while throwing water on them. Your entire life is just like, that's sort of how I feel. Most triage. Just exactly. Like, okay. Well, who's going to die first? Like, yeah. And like, who is like so far gone? We're just, you know, <laughs> let that one die so we can harvest the organs for the other. <laughs> Yeah, my organs, but my organs, my organs were harvested for sure. I was cannibalized at assessment. But it's almost, it's almost like the only way to really achieve job satisfaction. Cannibalism? Yes, is cannibalism. Skip the cafeteria, eat your coworker. (laughs) And no, is is to just, is to just ultimately accept that none of it really, really matters that much. So you, you, you're talking about just like a broken human being. Just, just, you got to get broken. You just got to get broke. But, and then rebuild yourself in this way where you're like, got this kind of fucked up limp, but you can still function. Okay. You know, you don't let it Sounds hold you good. back. You've just accepted that you're not going to be able to do everything. Like you're not going to be able to run that marathon you wanted to do, but that's okay. But that's okay. Yeah. Settling. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, we're going to take... Mediocrity, my old friend. <laughs> mediocrity. When you realize... That should have been the name of our podcast. Medi- <laughs> mediocrity. Sub-mediocrity. When you realize your dreams are just that. 
than yeah. we'll only ever be. Yeah. We've got less <laughs> listeners now than when we started this. And that yeah. was my goal. Yes. <laughs> or even we're screaming into a void even more than before. <laughs> the, the less is used when it's a non-quantifiable number. And I guarantee you our listeners are quantifiable. So it's fewer. <laughs> Who wants to know what absolute zero is? (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, we'll take a quick break and we're going to come back with your uh, Reddit questions. Amazing. We are back. The Great Northern. With some great Ask Vancouver Reddit questions. Um, Coming in hot. Legal info, advice for children with anti-vax parents. If your parents didn't have you vaccinated, but you want to be, can you receive vaccination without their knowledge or consent? That's the question? That's the question. Probably. I think it probably depends how old you are. Um, I don't think, like, if you're six and you go to the doctors and you're like, I'd like to be vaccinated, please. I don't think any doctor in their right mind would be like, okay. Um, but okay, if, well, why not? Why not? If you're six years old and you want to be vaccinated, why can't you just be vaccinated? If a six-year-old came up to you and asked you to do pretty much anything, would you go along with it? No, that's, that's, now you're, that's a straw man argument. How is that a straw man argument? I'm just like... No. Who's more intelligent in your mind? The six-year-old who wants to be vaccinated or this 30, 40-something that didn't vaccinate them? That's a straw man argument. That's ridiculous. No doctor's going to vaccinate like a six-year-old. Well, so I don't think you According can... to the BC branch of the Canadian Bar Association, um... Can children consent to or refuse health care? Yes. Section 17 of the BC Infants Act says that children, anyone under 19 years old, can consent or agree to their own health care if they are capable. Capable? I don't know that a six-year-old is capable of making... <laughs> Do you even make this? <laughs> I want to get vaccinated. Doesn't that make... It's being able to say that, doesn't that make you capable? Yeah, All the cool well... kids are doing it. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, six-year-olds also want to be elephants when they grow up. Like, just because they say something, like, they're not capable of... This could also work conversely, right? This means they could also refuse to be vaccinated. Well, what if it? What if it's a 12-year-old, though? Like, how, how about a 12-year-old who knows about, like, th- that not being vaccinated is a significant danger and is pretty clear? That's what I was trying to get to. I think there's, like, a certain age, at yeah. a some <laughs> age, and I don't know what that age is, but... Certainly, like, five or six, I would say, is probably too young, where, like, a doctor would be like, okay, like, I think you're old enough and understand enough about what this is Mm. that I can accept that, as you say, you are capable of understanding what it is you're asking for. And if I gave you this medical care, you know, they would be able to answer to the college, because really that's what... They're going to care about that, like... You know what's ridiculous? What's ridiculous is that we even have this conversation. You remember the question! (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I mean just like as a society. I don't mean in this particular podcast. I mean it's ridiculous that we even have to talk about this. Like back in the day when they first like came up with a vaccine for polio, everyone was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Give me the polio vaccine. People were just railing polio vaccine. This all started, like some bogus scientist fudged data to make it look like vaccines had a link to autism. Well, yeah, they did the whole correlation causation. Yeah, and a famous um, like actress, mother of Sam McCarthy. That's the one, yeah. She she made it extremely popular to not vaccinate your kids. This is a recent. This is a last ten years. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not surprised that Rob's the expert on this because of you know the avian flu. <laughs> Done a lot of research. In <laughs> um, flu law. But okay, yeah. so to another question, and this is not the original Reddit question, but this is my own question. Right, second. As a bird lawyer, mm-hmm. can you sue your parents? For not vaccinating you. For damages. Imagine you walk into school and everyone's making fun of you because you're not vaccinated and they're all vaccinated. You're like a social pariah. Sort of like what you were in grade school, I would imagine. For having hurt feelings. You also can't sue someone. Why? (laughs) I don't like... (laughs) Because you gotta go in it's front of the judge of, like, and argue that that makes any you, you sense. Like you can't sue your parents saying, "I wish I was never born. You should have never had me." But do, okay, but what about what about this? <laughs> Believe me, I tried. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> what about this? Could you could you sue for um, to have their custody taken away and saying that they're negligible parents because they didn't get you vaccinated? That they're not capable of being parents because they're ignoring sound medical science in favor of their own opinions. There's a word for that, isn't there? Like, emancipate yourself? Yeah, I don't don't know anything about, like, emancipating yourself Hmm. or... You've never freed any passenger pigeons? (laughs) All birds are free. (laughs) You've never... I mean, except for those, like, doves that work in magic shows, which is cool. Um, but what... Is that just a pigeon painted white? <laughs> no? A magician um, never reveals his tricks. You know, like, maybe, like, maybe if you got the measles and got really sick and had, like, some lasting permanent damage as a result, maybe... You could sue your parents. Okay, what about if, let's say you're the parent of someone, of a, of a kid who's at risk for these diseases and can't be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And then another kid shows up in the school who isn't vaccinated but could be. Could you then sue that family for putting your child at risk? Because one is a choice and the other is literally they can't be vaccinated. Because this is something that happens, right? That well, okay, why don't you just make can we, why, can we just make it simpler? Can we just say like you're a you know, you're a grown up and you refuse to get the booster shots you need and you get the measles and then you give it to an at, at risk kid. I think there's a pro Yeah. Cause like Su- like suing kids is really hard to do. Well, no, I'm saying you're suing the parents of the kid. You're not suing the kid that's not vaccinated. 
Yeah, no, I understand. I think there's a there's a problem that's like deeper here. Let's let's like let's flip it to something else. Let's say let's say in high school uh, or, or elementary school, they've banned peanut butter because there are six kids that are just deadly allergic to peanut butter. This happens. Yes, it does. Excuse me. Uh, it does. Um, and one kid brings in peanut. But parents make peanut butter jelly sandwich for the kid. Brings it in. Other kid bites it, and then you know gets injured. Maybe there's a there's a, a a case there because someone did something. What we're talking about here is someone not doing something. Can you be sued for not doing something? I think not getting vaccinated is extremely irresponsible. But can you be sued for not doing something for like taking no action? Right. So you yeah. didn't get your driver's license and then you drove a car. Well, no, that's because you're, dri- you're you're you you broke the law because you're driving without a license. Right, but I but guess in, in this particular like, no case, law. you're saying you can that there's someone for not paying attention and crashing into you. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's technically the drive that you're suing them for driving recklessly, right? Or like not keeping proper yeah, care and attention. Well, it's so not isn't doing something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you did something with your car to someone. Like there's a. There is an a- there's some action there, but you didn't lock the, your guns up and your kid takes like, it and shoots another kid. I think like, the, the like the way negl like this would be like a claim in like negligence probably. Yeah. And the question is that like it's like the duty of care and the standard of care and did you meet those things and did damages result? Could you sue your parents for being flat earthers? <laughs> It's the same thing in my mind. There's no difference. Can you well, be cr- like, can you be criminally <laughs> stupid? Can you, exactly. Can that's, you, a, that's ultimately my question. <laughs> can you be sued for getting all of your news Just from Facebook? For being, like, can you sue someone for being stupid? No. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> Although it means I'm safe. <laughs> Story. I was at uh, an ex-girlfriend's house a long time ago, um, and her sister was over. And her sister is like, she was young, she was like 19. And um, I didn't really know her that well. But she was on the floor reading a newspaper, which seemed weird because she was the youngest person I've ever seen reading a newspaper. Mm. And this can't be that long ago. No. Well, I guess three years. Um, <laughs> You're making it sound. I was like, what are you, 16? She's Yeah, 19. I was in my 30s. Um, and... And, and I was like, oh, you got the newspaper. And she's like, oh yeah, uh, it's cause I deleted Facebook. So I need some place to get news. Like she, <laughs> it was, uh, it was just like an odd, I was like, you got all your news from Facebook before? And she was like, well, yeah. I wonder if she was just fucking with you and you just, she could have been just fucking with you me. Just totally yeah, now that you say it. that, I saw, I realized that all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> cause that sounds like something a really sarcastic 19 year old would have said. <laughs> And she was also Shit. implying that that's where you get all your news from. Because <laughs> you're, you're like a 40-year-old woman. <laughs> Mother of two. <laughs> oh, man, the story had so much more depth than I thought. Okay, let's go to another question. Who's up? Rob. Okay, Rob. This is, you, I, you've got a doozy. This one, okay. If there was a body scratching service in Vancouver, would you use it? Why or why not? What? There's more to it. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so this person's clearly thought this through. Okay. You're not posting about body scratching if you don't have very something very specific in mind. I've, I've started a body scratching service. Picture getting a relaxation massage, 
but I use my nails. But when I t- tell people about it, they cringe. Why? People pay money to have their pubic hairs ripped out, have hot stones put on their bodies, get mud and seaweed wraps. So why is gentle scratching so strange? Please help me understand the stigma. This might be about the OP, not the question. (laughs) Not not what you're doing. It might be about you, not what you're doing. My back just got itchy. And either you want 20 bucks. Is that what this is? Like, you're like, like but what? You what? fucking call them and you're like, oh my god, there's a scratch right between my shoulders. I need you here now. Hurry! <laughs> if they don't get there in time, is it free? I can't get it. I can't get it. Like, is it like a pizza delivery service where if it's cold by the time it gets there, it's free? 30 minutes or it's free. Oh god, that's, that's one of those things where, my man, you just need to get yourself a partner who'll do that for you because there's nobody they want no, to scratch, scratch other scratch people other people this oh, no, person sorry. wants to this... scratch people oh i misunderstood the question he he or she i'm gonna assume he because the op just call them the, 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 the original poster yeah. the op, OP. Yeah. the op the op whoever they are um they have they're interested in starting a business where they scratch people uh, I mean, sure. Why not? Like, may- do maybe. they sniff you? Is it a scratch and sniff oh. thing? Uh, well, then who's getting off on that? Oh God! Also, is this a kink thing or is this just like a relaxation thing? I. It sounds like it's not a kink thing. It sounds like this is just a legit person who likes being scratched and has no noticed wants to do scratching. And noticed that other people like getting scratched also. Okay, I'm searching this. What do you call it? A I scratch. I scratch your back. You scratch my wallet. <laughs> you give me some scratch. Yeah, that's yeah. better. <laughs> that was better. Mine was a big miss. I liked yours better. Mine was closer to the target. Not. I not scratch on it. your back. You s- you scratch me. <laughs> give me money. <laughs> are they doing this? Is it a business? Are they doing this for free, or are they they just want to? But it says they're going to start a body scratching service. Is this like free hugs, but like free, I'll scratch you all over? I think it means like you pay me and I scratch you for an yeah. hour. A scratch. A scratch. You've just, you've just branded their business for them. Scratch. TM, 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 These are just all for scratching. I wonder if there, is there like Swedish scratch? What's the difference, too? There's one where like, they're all just like they raggedy you, like, ass this... nails and they actually poke you and hurt. Yeah, is there a deep tissue where they just make you bleed? How do you how do you determine the level of scratchiness? Deep tissue scratchage is like. Are you clothed? Oh, are wait. you? Is this a bare skin scratch? I've got a lot of questions. I need to scratch your puncture. Let me go. Scratch your puncture. Okay, let's Ew, see, let's see if they have any other posts. I'm gonna see if they have any other posts here. Oh, you gotta look we at gotta the post find history? out more about the OP. Yeah, we need to know. We need to know OP's uh, motives. Okay. If someone said this, would you? If let's say it was someone you knew, not really, really well, but you knew oh, them we decently well, and they were like, "Hey, no, their website is no longer up." They have a really good name for it. It's called The Scratching Post. <laughs> <laughs> they had a website and everything. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I guess the business did not take off. Oh, the scratch industry is suffering. And then they've asked the same question. They asked this actual question on Ask Reddit. The whole, the 
not the real just one. The, the real one. Not just the Vancouver not subreddit of asking. The, and the um, okay, a serious tank. Okay, let's answer their question though. Why are people weirded out by this? That actually, that's it's funny, but that is a good question because people like. There are services where someone comes and touches your body. There are like massage parlors that will jack you off in Vancouver. Like that, how is it not gross? Orchids of Asia. Orchids of Asia. (laughs) Sorry, that's Florida. My mom accidentally went to one and got all the way to the table. Accidentally. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Yeah, you have to know my mom that she did accidentally. I've said that before too. (laughs) Oops, how did I get here? Oh, well. I'm kidding. (laughs) <laughs> there is one there is a place called Orchids of Asia mm-hmm. in Vancouver in Florida no I know I know that one that's where Bob Kraft got arrested yeah, oh, that, that's the, that was the I joke that's prostitution that. that's I didn't a, realize that yeah I mean well I mean I that's guess funny. I Sorry. guess what we're talking about is a form of prostitution but yeah no, the point still stands that is a service you can pay for you can pay for sex too it's legal but, in Vancouver okay but honestly how how long would you really even if it was your spouse, how long do you really want to be scratched for? Yeah, good question. Like, how enjoyable really is being scratched? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you like, maybe if I have, like, fucking poison oak or something, <laughs> I want to be scratched. Yeah, but you shouldn't scratch But then, yeah, like, that's a good point. Yeah. Catherine's got, excuse me, Catherine's got those long claws and, like, that, like, in your head. Um, just like classy claws, classy claws. Um... Is very relaxing. It's very enjoyable. I could see why someone would want to pay money to have that. I would feeling. say, yeah, like a fifth, like maybe it's like a fifteen-minute, like full body scrissage, You know, like head, back, sh- shoulders. Pussy I head, think my back. I, I think it's. I think <laughs> <laughs> my neck. I think it's a. I think it's got to do with the OP. I think they. There's something about them that's weirding people out. Well, because a bunch um because there's a bunch of But you know what? People laughed at the Wright brothers too. Now look. <laughs> they said like cuz air travel is the way to go. Nobody wants to take a boat anymore. Pretty soon no one's going to want hot stone massages. They're going to want scrissages. <laughs> Exclusively. Deep tissue bloody massages. <laughs> isn't like scritching, isn't that like a furry thing? That is, that, there was that furry festival outside your house, that one time housewarming. <laughs> I think we've only got time for one more question now. We've gone right. too deep down this road. We're going to take a, um, a subtle, mildly racist turn with this question. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? So someone asks, what's up with all these Asians wearing doctor's masks? Oh, Noticed it for years, but can never figure out why. Seems like it's only the Asians that come from abroad that do this. The ones that were born here tend to not wear masks. Is this a fashion trend in China? Or maybe because they think Canada's air is just as polluted as China's, LOL. Any mask-wearing Asian Redditors out there able to answer this for me? Not trying to be offensive, just genuinely curious. Not uh, trying to be offensive. Just naturally offensive. Maybe just type your question into Google and get the fucking answer then. <laughs> rather than being like, I'm a huge racist. Yeah. I mean, JK, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> the first, yeah, the first answer is, I was once curious about this too, so I asked the dude on a train. He had a cold and didn't want to get others sick. And that's the reason. That's the, that's the that reason. is the answer. That's obviously the answer. But, like, 
Question answered. Yeah. Wow. If you Googled why Asian mask into <laughs> Google, it would have taken less time to type that paragraph and you would have had the answer. It's because Asians are more thoughtful when they're sick. Yes. That's obviously the answer. You fucking racist. <laughs> why Asian mask? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So since that one's really quick, I'm going to go with my next one. Yes, um, it's- Literally three words in Google and you get the answer. Any strip clubs in Vancouver with all capitals male strippers? I also know the answer to this one. Yeah. Every other Brandy's. Fr- I think every other Friday at Brandy's before ten. You know, you yeah. know, you know because uh, you're there. Before ten. Because it happened 10. to me twice in a row. <laughs> I went, there was still dudes on the stage and we were like, what the fuck? And they're like, Oh yeah, they'll be done soon. You might as well just hang out. And we did. And then the next time I went there, it was like the same thing. It's like, oh, fuck, how did this happen again? <laughs> so, yeah, Brandy's. <clears throat> okay, I got one more since that one was also quick. This is um, not really specific to Vancouver, but for some reason was in Ask Vancouver. Would you do an hour commute to and from work if you could live steps from the beach? Is it worth it? And I liked the first comment the best. It says, no, I'd find a nice place to live. So that commute would be less than 30 minutes, less than or equal to 30 minutes. I don't go to the beach every day, but I do go to work every day. It highly depends where you are in Vancouver. No, no, because the beach is fucking terrible for half the year. Well, clearly not to the person who asked the question. Yeah, I guess you just want maybe they've never even seen the beach. Okay. Well, if I'm going to, if I'm going to, um, be in this beautiful house in in North Van, like overlooking the ocean, near like on the beach, and at an hour long commute. Yeah, for sure. You know what I? You know what I do? I just get a Corona because when you're drinking a Corona, <laughs> life's a beach. <laughs> Boom! I'll see myself out. That's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz, baby. Okay, our sponsor this week is uh, Corona. Um, <laughs> wherever you are, there's the beach. I have another one that I want to read just because it's so stupid. And if I don't read it now, I'll never find it again. Hi, Vancouverites. Visiting beautiful BC and need some 420 while I'm here. Staying at a hotel downtown near Stanley Park. Need some 420? Does that mean they're looking for weed? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Please PM me if you can help me out directly or indirectly. Thank you. And the first answer is like, it's legal. Just like walk in Vancouver, you will find a fucking dispensary. Hey, dude! In Vancouver, uh, looking for some prohibition. Yeah, just... If you can set me up with some brewskis, I think you know what I mean. <laughs> Let me know. LMK. I I I can't believe I lived through a time where, in, like in university, I actually met a guy, a sketchy dude in a parking lot. And bought weed off of him. Oh, I thought you were going to say jerked him off. No, no. That uh, took it. Well, that was first. That was, to get the money to buy the weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, that was, it was just for fun. <laughs> that was while I was high. Yeah, I was each other off. Doing. Yeah. Um, it was a twofer. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it, it, that was a thing. And now I can just walk to fucking any store. God, it would be great if like. We went on to ask Vancouver. It was like, hey, Vancouverites, just in town, 
Looking for a good back scratch. Really love getting scratched by some people that want to scratch professionally. And we had to be like, man, there used to be a place, the scratching post, that you could go to. But they got shut down for probably very obvious reasons. And now you're you're SOL, man. You're SOL. Can we? Let's do that. What are you going to do? The user scratching YVR will... Get right back into that <laughs> goalie fight. They'll be like, "I knew it. Would, I knew there was a market. I knew it this whole time. I knew it." All right. Do we have anything else? Any more questions? I think that's it. We're at a crisp forty-eight minutes right now. Tight. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> All right. We should. Uh, we should just sign off then. Until next yeah. time, Vancouver. We're sorry. We are sorry. 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 Sorry.